Deadwood Soundwell. So we're here to break down what this podcast, Fields of Glory, is all about. Aaron, what are you bringing to this show? As you know, Biggs, I've been studying communication studies professionally for a couple of years now. In college, I think this is my 16th, 17th year, something like that, that I've been able to continue uh, both the professional and just like personal interest that I have in looking at the way that the stories that we tell, either through narrative or through music, shape the ways that we frame our experiences of the world. And this starts with the Alien Movie Project, which you were not only a producer on, but a guest on. We had a really good Flash Gordon episode back then. Uh, A couple of other moments, I think, where you might have popped in. We did 91 episodes, Kate and I, of that, just kind of getting the ball rolling, looking at alien hood rhetoric in particular. And about two-thirds of the way through that show, I started thinking to myself that the alien is offset from various perspectives that are defining the alien. No big groundbreaking observation here. There's no such thing as an alien. An alien is something that we call something that's different from us. So that begs the question, who's us? Who's that? There are two ways that I've tried to tackle this question. The Real War Project with Charles Horgan helped me extend these kinds of storytelling examinations, interrogations, criticisms into the realm of war film and war cinema. And you were so kind as to be interested as to do this with me. Uh, I had mentioned that I wanted to do a sportsy version of it. And nobody, nobody in my life likes sports movies. They are all like, boo, sports movies. Except me. (laughs) (laughs) And then Biggs is like, I know more about sports movies than anyone in the world. And that may or may not be, you wouldn't say that. This is me interpreting your knowledge from where I sit because you seem to know a lot about not only sports movies but movies in general that's a big part of what I'm looking for Kate fulfilled that role in a lot of ways Charles fulfilled that role in a lot of ways you're fulfilling that role in a lot of ways you're a big sports nut you're interested in the same interrogations and criticisms that I am as as you know professionally when I go to work a lot of times I'm like let's study white supremacy and our favorite movie ever and people are like boo you suck nobody wants to listen to you it takes a certain kind of colleague to be like let's do that and to know when it does fit and to push back a little and to be like, maybe it's doing less of that or maybe there's other things going on. So it's a good collaborative effort. And the last I'm going to say on this is that as a communication studies instructor, I think that there's the classroom, which is one place that we can have dialogue and learn. And I think podcasting is hopefully just a really good way to bring this beyond those confines to other folks. And so that's why we're podcasting the whole thing. You and I could absolutely just be talking on the phone, but the podcast is a fun medium where we can drop cool sounds and things to show instead to tell and hopefully talk some theory. Here's my question though, Biggs, why are you doing this? What are, what are you doing here? I'm doing this because I love movies and I love sports movies a lot and I don't get to talk about them very often. And so I was very excited to join you on this. We've lamented that most people don't like sports movies, war movies. They will sit through, but sports movies. No, well, I think (laughs) most people in our lives don't like sports movies, to be honest. That's probably, yeah, (laughs) it could be a a convenient sample, right? Is that (laughs) it's a genre that is seen better days and it's definitely withering right now. And we're seeing it pop back up in other forms, which of course we'll talk about in the show, but we wanted to spend this first season really focusing on classics. Every three episodes, 
we come up with a theme that links the three episodes and then we'll have batch episodes in Patreon if you want to go there. We also just have fun talking about the movies too. You know, it's not all homework. It's a lot of screwing around and, and scribbling on your notebook while we're looking at stuff. And so I think it's a good way to have fun looking at these movies, but also learning to look at them critically. Up top, we talk about what really jumped out at us at the movie, whether it's our history with it, whether it's some staying power that the movie had, something that really, really defines it above other things that we're going to talk about. We go to the tape, which is essentially we just break down the movie beat by beat. We don't spend a tremendous amount of time on it, but you will hear that theme recycle quite a bit on some episodes because we just can't (laughs) help ourselves. We get distracted. (laughs) Yes. And we are looking back at this having finished it, so we know exactly what we do in the show. We also break down stuff thematically. We're trying to figure out what is this movie trying to say. Really, really examining that. We talk about standpoint, you know, like how does it do with sexism? How does it do with racism? How does it do with ageism? There's all kinds of isms that we're studying into this. And then the final thing is excitement. How did they handle the most exciting parts of the movies? Does it say something about the movie? Of course it does. So what does it say about the movie? And how does it make us feel when we're watching that? Then we hand out a bunch of awards. We've got the MVP. And that's not necessarily the MVP of the game, but it could be. It could also be a person place or thing and we've gotten some crazy ones that i won't drop but some of them are not necessarily what you think it would be barnes we've got the (laughs) six man award who off to the side is helping out this movie the most and once again could be a person place or thing it can be very ephemeral the way that we break it down we've got the billy zapka most outstanding villain award why billy zapka watch the karate kid you should know why billy zapka and that's the very first movie that we're covering and finally we We've got Black Monday, which is where we take down the coach or person giving guidance and we really grade them and decide, do they get to keep playing for our team or not? My favorite is when Biggs dresses down a high school senior. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that does happen. (laughs) So that's basically what the podcast is. It's going to sit at around 45 to 50 minutes every episode. So we try to not overstay our welcome. The format of this episode to me is fun to share. And and part of the episode zero is kind of like looking at how the sausage is made. If you go to patreon.com slash fields of glory, you can see the first episode zero that we tried to record and you can compare it to this one. And that's kind of a fun other way to look at how the sausage is getting made in terms of podcast production and things. But just to hit the, the bullet points of what Biggs just said, we have one, two, three, four, basically five segments. The first segment is like, just what is your reaction to this movie? And that can be us summarizing the historical implications, our own personal reaction with the first three movies. They're formative movies for us, formative for the industry. So what's your reaction to it? We go looking for various themes. We go looking for various standpoints. We go looking in particular for just how the the idea, the experience of excitement is made. What is excitement made of? This is an important question if you're a storyteller. And then we give it awards. And it's not quite 10 minutes per. We spend time in all sorts of random ways. But in each episode, this is very explicitly the kind of tool or the teeth that we are taking to the text. And the text is the movie. And if you want, Sweeney Madison's great book on critical ethnography talks about how all reap presentation of others. And in sports, it is very explicitly us and them. That is the defining feature of sports, I'm pretty sure, is it will be us and them. We insist on wearing different 
colors to decide who's <laughs> us and who's them. And we will proudly wear those colors until we are on the other team. And then we will proudly wear those colors. <laughs> and pretend like it never happened when we switch teams. <laughs> Who is us? What is this it made of? I think that, you know, Sweeney Madison's cool book, um, she talks about the consequences of representation. And the ways that we speak for others is in many ways the ways that others will be treated. And so I think the narratives of you, as you and I have said, all season long, Biggs, whether people want to watch sports movies or not, the imagination of sports is part of all of our shared culture. It impacts the way we talk about things being a hit. It's fourth and goal. It's the bottom of the ninth. It really doesn't matter. There are so many of these metaphors um, that we can go to. That was a real home run, Aaron. Not quite a grand slam. That is a performance of inclusion and belonging. And Bell Hook says that matters. And it comes from sports, whether you watch sports or not. There is modes of inspiration here. And in communication studies, in my particular vein, it's the narrative politics. What are the words that we use? What is a hero made of? What are the words? There's what we call the affective politics. What does the music do? What does the sounds of the helmet do? How do you make the energy of something just from textures, the lighting, the angle of the camera? This is all what we would call the affective politics of a film and the production politics. Who is helping to finance this film? Who are the primary people that are just benefiting financially off of it? Where does it sit within the production capacities? We have some fun conversations about the emergence of TriStar Pictures uh, and how, you know, major movie studios will make five movies for $7 million or one movie for $90 million. And it's just a question of playing your chips right. It's more than people talking about what they think of a movie. There are so many wonderful movie podcasts out there, and I don't want to knock any of them. But this is hopefully fun. You said we're here to have fun, and everything I read is like, when you play, you learn a lot. When you have fun, you learn a lot. So that's part of it. We're trying to really pick apart, professionally tease apart, what are stories made of? How do they work? Whether you've seen Kingpin or not, I'm going to argue the stories in this movie can teach us quite a bit about some important concepts beyond sports, way beyond sports. What, what's a woman? What's a man? What's a hero? What, what's a villain? Who's the most outstanding villain? That award gets us some mileage, yeah. I think. It's good stuff. <laughs> Dude, and I'm just going to say, the first one, there might be an upset. There might be an upset. <laughs> so you have to tune in and listen to the first episode because uh, Billy Zabka, somebody's coming for his crown. So we'll see whether they take it or not. <laughs> it's worth reiterating that as we are making this, Cobra Kai is in its third season, second season, something like that. Fifth. fifth. <laughs> this makes me angry, Biggs, because they canceled Glow. Um, it's not a one-to-one. -one. <laughs> just do not care. The fact remains and it is a reality Aaron. that I am Angry Aaron, I just want to say, I just want to say, in my perfect reality, there is a Cobra Kai and there is a Glow, both existing at the same time, because it also upset me that we lost Glow. Glow was great. Arguing the permutation, we should do a, a run on that series, because there are so many moments in that series that I'm like, this may be one of the best sports shows I've ever seen. It was so good. But my point <laughs> was that the most outstanding villain sits on a character who is himself pretty villainous, but also kind of tragic, which is, I think, a good villain. I think that's a, an important part of a villain. They can't be two-dimensional villainy. But they can be, and they often are. <laughs> and they often are. You know, it's interesting because when you look at the other kind of similar characters in villainy that you see in, like, say, 
alien movies, one might come to mind, not an alien, but like Darth Vader. And here we have another very tragic, but somewhat binary character. And and Darth Vader lives forever since the day that he comes on to the screen in an episode four or whatever it was in A New Hope. That dude lives forever. By the way, is Darth Vader the most famous middle manager in history? <laughs> Fun question for another episode. <laughs> my, my, my point was going to be that Billy Zabka's character, what's his, Billy Zabka? Is that, what's the, what's the actual character's name? Johnny Lawrence. Even remember Johnny? Johnny Lawrence. Thank you very much. See, I don't need, this proves my point. He is a contemporary of Vader's. He is still in the public mainstream. He is not on that level of fame, but there he is existing as a, a villain from the 70s and 80s that, uh, he might be the second most famous middle management. <laughs> I don't think Johnny's middle management. I think he's more of a a, a go-to guy. He's he's a stormtrooper. Let's be real here. <laughs> <laughs> He is an imaginary villain on a lower scale than most people are aware of, but that has been informing generations of people. There's a whole new audience now for this villain. You know, whether or not he's the archetypical villain is not really the question. It was more of just the fun that we're having with the show, but it's a good pick. I kind of like that name for that uh, that award, and I think it, again, I think he gets a mileage out of it. Poor Billy. Whatever, he probably makes millions off of Cobra Kai. He's doing fine. I cut something out of the episode because I was wrong about it. I said at one point that once he he took it down LaRusso. He went and he apologized. He did not do that. That was another character that did that. So take that win away from Johnny's character. Cause well, he does say, Hey, LaRusso, you're all right. So that's, <laughs> that's the best you're going to get in terms of an apology. Yeah. In these contexts, I guess I'm forced to call that good. <laughs> <laughs> So please hang on to the feed. You'll be seeing the show here pretty soon, and then it will be every other week. And if you can't get enough, you can go on to patreon.com slash fields of glory. And we have every episode from the season up there already. In addition, we have tons of extra content that you'll hear plenty about as the season progresses. We have definitely pre-recorded the entire season, but we're also pretty interested in any feedback that you have. Biggs and I have been trying this for quite a while. This is a brand new take on something that we've put a lot of intention and time into, whether you think it's a hot pile of garbage or whether you think it's actually pretty cool and there's something that you like, you can definitely reach out to us and let us know. It may not show up on the air. Maybe we'll have like little mailbag episodes if we get some content. I don't know. What do you think? We're going to put a poll up every other week with every episode and I would love to do a mailbag episode at the end of the year and show where you guys vote onto the polls and then also if you just have any feedback for us. So you can give us feedback at Fields of glory at gmail.com you can hit us up on instagram under redwood sound labs the bit i said about podcasting being hopefully beyond the classroom is real and i mean it and a big part of madison's process of critical thinking she wants us to watch movies in her book she says we should watch roshamon which is one that i do want to see oh i've seen a great movie and she's like how do we use multiple perspectives to tell a story because a movie will use like constrained perspectives looking at you rudy to be like here's the story and then a movie will be like, sometimes the hero is the villain and sometimes the villain's a hero and it's very complicated. And Madison wants us to look at like how those perspectives are put together and made. But the whole point is dialogue. Dialogue, listener. You hear me out there? That means you gotta kick something back to us at some point. Comment on something on social media if you want to feed an algorithm. We care a little. Not too much about that. But that fieldsofglory at gmail.com. Send us some feedback. And if you have something thoughtful to say, you know, either pushing back or extending what we're saying, we're gonna try to dig into it on the air because that's 
that's the whole point is sharing that feedback. And because it's too late to tag this onto the Karate Kid episode, I do want to mention the closest that we have to a Rashomon example is the Karate Kid because when we go into Cobra Kai, we see things from Johnny Lawrence's perspective. And so it twists it a little <laughs> bit. And so it's interesting. Like that's the closest we have to Rashomon. Is it anything like Rashomon? No. I cannot <laughs> stress this enough. It is nothing like Rashomon. Rashomon is a classic that will be studied like a hundred years after I'm dead, maybe longer. <laughs> Karate Kid, everybody will forget before I'm dead. I'm relatively certain. Just because both people can dribble doesn't mean they dribble the same way. But there are different perspectives that we are seeing. And I've said this before on the air. If you're a communication studies undergrad and looking for a paper, Biggs just pitched you what I think is a pretty sweet thesis that we could look at different perspectives in storytelling. Karate Kid and Cobra Kai do this. Rashomon does this. One of them arguably does this in more complex and meaningful ways. The paper's just sitting there. Don't use the old AI chat GPT sounding like a grandpa here. Use your brain to write the paper, but write the paper. Because no AI is going to come up with this because this is the dumbest smart idea you've ever been pitched. My guess is uh, the whole critical podcasting thing can be replaced by the AI here pretty soon. But at the end of the day, nobody has the stupid observations that Biggs and I have. It's true. <laughs> that is, this is the uncut right here. <laughs> There's only one source. You can feed in 11 and a half years of talking on microphone and it's still not going to get it right. I have thought about the fact that as podcasters, Biggs, you and I have more than enough content out there for someone to do what the AI is doing with stand-up comics and stuff, which is just to generate episodes. And I'm like, I might need to do this at some point because I want to know what the AI would sound like if it's like here's Biggs after 1200 episodes or whatever it is. Let me give some advice to the AI. Don't pick up on those early episodes because like <laughs> I drank a lot while I was doing it and like you're going to get a lot of gibberish, man. It's it's going to sound like the AI that made that Christmas song. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we get distracted sometimes, but it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. Fieldsofglory at gmail.com, patreon.com slash fieldsofglory. Feedback, kickback, whatever it is you want. Help us out. Support us. I don't think that there's a designated sports movie podcast out there that's just like, let's compare sports movies. And we're not really a genre approach. It's more about the structures of storytelling and comparing it to other kinds of stories. Kind of genre. But if you like sports movies, we're kind of it. So help us out. We're the only game in town right now, so you have to love us or hate us. Either way, you should listen. Mm-hmm, <laughs> pay for mm-hmm. the Patreon. Either, <laughs> yeah, either way, you should pay for the Patreon. If you hate us, if you're out there, got it, just give us five bucks. <laughs> That'll really stick it to us. <laughs> All right, so we'll see you on the feed real soon. Check out all the podcasts brought to you by Redwood Sound Labs. Finally, a podcast that's dedicated to talking about your favorite sports movies. Whether you want to hear a breakdown of the plot, arguments about who's the MVP of the film, 
or crit and lit about it, you'll find it all on Fields of Glory. Listen to the show that will help you live a better life with your beloved pets. It handles topics like proper food, nutrition, positive reinforcement training, and more. Certified dog behavior consultant Charlotte Peltz welcomes your pet concerns and questions in the podcast, Living With Your Dog. Zach and Matt are two horror movie enthusiasts of varying experience discussing horror movies through the scope of content, context, and comedy. They'll hit on the good ones and the classics, but they're really excited for the bad ones. Listen to Watch No Evil. Charles is a Purple Heart recipient and cinematographer. Aaron is a professor and critical cultural scholar. Together they explore the narrative, effective, and production politics of war cinema on the Real War Project. That's R-E-E-L, War Project. 